We're all in business for a reason. The problem that so many small business owners have is that they go in 10 million different directions, not really sure which way to go. Listen as your team of experts, Jennifer Glass, Daniel McCrane, and Patricia Rezzatillo, go through what you need in your business to really make it stand out and benefit you. Because it's the bottom line that matters. Hello and welcome to another episode of It's the Bottom Line That Matters podcast, where we are dedicated to your success. There's a saying that says when man plan when man plans, God laughs. It is one of those really quirky things that seem to always, if you live by Murphy's Law, which I'm sure we all know, has a certain way of getting at us. We plan, God laughs. Businesses were planning in Black Friday a couple years ago to be having Facebook and Insta being their marketing platform for their Black Friday sales. They spent all of that time planning and God laughed. Insta went down. So how do we handle what we actually do when our plans don't work out. Daniel, Patricia, as I bring the two of you in, there's so much that I just said that we can start unpacking. But I'm going to start with you, Daniel. If we're looking at plans that we try and do that ultimately seem to not work out, where are we even going? And do we see immediately that things aren't working? Or is it something that we're toiling, you know, 90 hours and then we realize it didn't work out in the beginning? Well, yeah, I'm I'm chuckling because I'm remembering uh, times when um, I've worked in corporations where they tried to launch a platform internally (laughs) and it didn't go well. And it continued to not go well. And even when they threw more money at it, it continued to not go well. <laughs> there, there comes a point in time where you've just put so much money into something, all those sunk costs, that it's embarrassing to admit that it's not working. And it's, I'm just, I'm chuckling at how many times that happens. But how many times do we do that as small business owners too? where we think, okay, eventually my marketing person told me that uh, Facebook ads are going to work, that they (laughs) always work. They work for everybody else. So I guess I'll keep putting money into it because eventually it's got to work. Yeah. At some point you've got to draw the line and say, all right, look, this isn't working and figure out what to do about it. (laughs) Well, Daniel, let me ask you because you have unique experience other than the corporations. There was a business that you purchased not that long ago that you ultimately sold back. And I don't want to put you on the spot, but I'm putting you on this spot. <laughs> How did you realize? Uh, yeah, it, that... it's sort of embarrassing, right? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> 
How did you realize though that that venture was not going to work the way that you expected it to? Yeah. Uh, so a little bit of backstory. So I met this uh, really nice gentleman. Um, we struck a deal. Uh, we really got along. He basically he was selling it to me 100% uh, owner carryback. So it was 100% owner loan. I was going to pay him out of the proceeds of the business. At the time, uh, so his business was a marketing type of business, had a certain uh, marketing strategy that it, it did. Um, so I'll just, I'll leave it general like that for right now. Um, I thought there would be a way for me to roll that marketing strategy into my business and offer that to my clients. And I, I tried a little bit. I, I, I messed around with it a little bit. And the more I talked to some of my clients and some potential prospects, it wasn't a marketing strategy that very many people were interested in. So it became just a lot of work. And it was more work than I was willing to put into it. Uh, it wasn't going to have the payoff that I was hoping it was going to have. So I just reached back out to the guy. And by the way, uh, he was training me at the time. We were very uh, in very close contact. So I just told him, I said, hey, I, this isn't going to work out for me. Um, but I tell you what, uh, you've been more than fair about this. I'm not going to cry about the money that I've already given you uh, toward the business. Um, so go ahead and keep it. Um, that's just my cost of doing business and uh, taking up your time um, when you could have sold it to somebody else. So um, let's just call it even and you can have the business back. So that's how that turned out. Uh, but that's really what it came out and down to was I, I thought I could see a way forward with that business. Um, turned out I was not able to move forward uh, integrating that business into mine and uh, due to the amount of work, I just decided that I, I can't continue with this. I've got to make some hard decisions. This is not part of my core uh, business offering. And so I'm going to let it go. Yeah. So Patricia, let me ask you, when you are looking at working with clients, and you see that things are just not making a lot of sense. How do you start counseling them to realize, wait a second, Daniel was mentioning a couple of things, but how do you start counseling people? And I'm looking at what you're doing as well in your own business. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean to throw you guys under the bus, by the way, please don't <laughs> think that that's, you know, Ooh, I'm going to stick it to them. <laughs> I got my own skeletons also that we talk about in our accountability, but how do you do it in terms of what you're dealing with when you realize that they're going down a path that's ultimately not going to work? Yeah. Um, and I have had a few of those that had things that were going on that wasn't going to end well. And I could tell that and <sighs> And what I said to that client was, 
You do know how this is going to end, right? <laughs> Not that she wanted to admit it, but <laughs> what else do you tell a person? <laughs> you do know how this is going to end. It was a relationship and she was trying to fix it and it wasn't going to get fixed and she was going through some trauma herself and it, it needed space in order to go through that. And sometimes you, you, you just have to be, I mean, it feels brutal sometimes. So you have to try to find a gracious way of doing it. <laughs> but you have to you have to find some way to cut through all of the oh I'm trying to fix this stuff that they're doing and helps them get to what is really going on here. Right. <laughs> so sometimes it's also as easy as well I just have to pull the plug be really blunt and you know just put it out there yeah but how do you if you are looking at your own business let me ask you that uh, and you're looking at things well it's not really working would you keep going at it or would you pivot if what you're doing isn't working you can't keep doing it you have to change something. Maybe you have to change your approach. Maybe you have to change your objective. Maybe you have to change the market market that you're targeting. Maybe you have to change the thing you're doing. You have to find something that you can change. And sometimes you can be lucky enough to have somebody to sit down with, you know, and you can give them kind of the case study of what's going on and they can say, they can, they can help you clarify it. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise you have to do it on your own and you have to just decide, you know, I'm, I'm getting nowhere with this. It's a great idea. Somebody else could really do it well, but for whatever reason, I can't and I'm not. So then you find some way to pivot. Um, I've recently pivoted in what I was doing and instead of niching in i've actually niched out in some regards and it's ironically a lot easier to talk with people and get them excited about what i'm doing now because it's not just about me and not that it really was before but i felt like it was so therefore it was um it's not just about me now it's about what they can do and what they can connect with with that market and and idea okay i hope that was helpful <laughs> so as we look at where we go and we say all right we're gonna pull the plug right one of the things and i know that i mentioned to the two of you and our accountability was that when we were looking at planning our goals. We said we needed to generate seven strategies, not tactics, for each goal so that we knew if anything 
needed to move on, we can quickly pivot to the ne- that next strategy. Mm-hmm. So failure is built in into our goals, right? Failure and success are not necessarily the opposites. Quitting and success is not necessarily opposites. Failure is not fatal, as Winston Churchill said, but it allows us, though, to really examine where we're coming from. We learn from our mistakes when we fail. So, Daniel, looking back at the lesson learned from Mm -hmm. your experience with that marketing program, what was your lesson that you learned in that failure? Yeah, I I think it's vital that you bring this up, uh, Jennifer, that we talk about what can you learn from the the strategy that didn't go as planned. Uh, we'll put it that way. Um, so yeah, sometimes it's failure. Uh, the the most important thing is that you adopt this growth mindset in yourself to say failure is not the end. Fail. The word fail is simply an acronym for first attempt in learning. Okay, you tried it the first time, it didn't work out. So what can you learn from that? How can you apply what you learned going forward? Do you just need to make an adjustment to your plan? Or do you need to throw that plan out the window and start with a fresh one based on what you've learned? So I'm glad that you brought this up. This is the most important part and definitely something that we need to focus on. So you as the listener, I hope you're you're taking this to heart. This is the most important thing to work on when plans don't go the way that you want them to. And I hope you give yourself time to reflect on the plans and the results that you got to figure out how to get different results. So for me, reflecting on that marketing program Some of the things I learned from that are that my business works best when I focus on what is most core to what I do. So when I talk about exit planning uh, and everything about exit planning, so that includes business growth, that includes leadership development, uh, team building, um, process improvement, documentation. There may be tons and tons of services and different things that I provide that I do, but it still comes back to one core function, and that is to focus on exit planning. That's the important part. And for me, that was one of the things I came to realize was this marketing program that I was trying to buy from this guy did not fit into that anywhere. What works best for my core strategy, even though I've got multiple services and multiple strategies and things I do under exit planning, marketing is not one of them. Marketing is still a thing where I say to the client, okay, now let's go find somebody who can do that for you. So that was my key takeaway is to focus on what I do best and, and you listening to this, you may find the same thing. You may find that you've tried to add a, a, a product or add a, a line of service to your business and it's just not taking off the way that you wanted it to. It could be because 
it's not core to your business. It's not complementary to everything else that you're doing. Uh, it's confusing the customers. Uh, it's confusing your prospects and they don't know exactly what to buy. So then they don't buy anything. Uh, so that would be one thing to look at in your business uh, to find out maybe why your plans are not taking off. Maybe your experience resembles mine, but that was my key takeaway. And Patricia, if you were looking at your experiences, what would be your takeaway? <clears throat> I had to find something that I could niche into something that I had affinity with. Um, not that I didn't have affinity or some affinity with the previous um, market niche, rather, but I have a lot more affinity with the one that I'm working in right now. Lots more. So I have a better, you know, this is me story. This is why me story. Um, and, and I have a much better immediate grasp on their issues and their challenges and their whole psyche of, 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 the, of, the, of the group of people that I'm going for. Okay. And, and, and it just makes it just infinitely easier. I talk about it and people are like excited because they see my passion about it. And I didn't know I was passionate about this particular niche, but hey, you know, <laughs> sometimes we still have things to discover about ourselves. <laughs> we're yeah. always learning something. And that's the key, right? I mean, if we're not learning from our own failures, if we're not learning from those around us, then there's no way for us to change and to grow as people, as business owners, as professionals, we need to see what's out there. One of the things that I love doing is I love reading about failures. And I love hearing why people failed because it allows you to think more strategically, right? The more that you can think and hear what somebody did or did not do, the easier your time is going to be as you move on. In the green room just today before we started recording, we were talking about a new business opportunity that Daniel had. And we were talking about where the old owner was and things that maybe they were missing simply because it wasn't something they were even thinking about. But that's revenue lost, which is not a failure but it's a failure at growth. And so there's always ideas that we have where you can start spinning off in a million different directions. But one of the things we do also need to keep in mind is not to keep going in a million different directions because we cannot measure where we're going. And Daniel, I know you wanted to get a word in edgewise here. So I'm going <laughs> to let you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh... When I was teaching, we used to joke about um, teachers who may have only had one year of experience 30 times yeah. versus those teachers who had 30 years of experience. So 
you want to be that kind of business owner who has 30 years of experience, not one year of experience 30 times. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. If we're not growing, we're dying. And the same is true in your business too. It may be a slow death, but if you're not growing, you're dying. So as we go forward from here, what is your final thought and recommendation for our listeners? I would say my final thought, final recommendation is anytime plans are not going the way that you expect them to, take a good hard look as soon as possible to decide, do you pull the plug or do you tweak it and continue to let it ride? And I can't tell you what the right or wrong answer is. What I will tell you is look at it sooner rather than later and figure out what you can learn from how things are not going the way that you want them to. So I guess that's two things. Look at it early and learn from it as fast as you can. <laughs> okay. Patricia, your final thoughts and an idea for people. Well, and don't be afraid of failing. So if you, you have some venture and it didn't go where you wanted it to go and you give up on it, that's all well and good. Um you're going to take something away from that you're going to have learned something from having gone through it even though it didn't it wasn't you know a success okay so again as we look at our plans very often things change it's a as guaranteed as the sun coming up tomorrow, that something is going to come up when you're making your plans. It's how we react to those changes. It is what we take away from those changes. It is what we think when we consider where we continue moving from here that is ultimately going to dictate Is the failure fatal or is the failure simply a new beginning? Knowing exactly where you want to go, failure can be a blessing. One of the Google founders, and unfortunately I forget exactly who, and I'm pretty sure we mentioned it here before, said he'd rather fail fast than slow because he can start all over again, but learn from the mistakes. Mm That is exactly the point. We can fail and be happy sometimes we're failing quicker because it's going to allow us to really move that much easier. On that note, this has been another episode of It's the Bottom Line That Matters. And until next time, here's to your success. Thanks so much for listening to another amazing episode of It's the Bottom Line That Matters podcast. We're all about helping the small business community grow and reaching as many people as we can. And the algorithms on the podcast programs love reviews. So if you loved what you just heard, consider leaving us a review. And even if you don't, I'm sure you already did, but 
consider sharing our episodes and our podcast with your friends and colleagues. Sharing is caring and here's to your success. Thanks so much and have a wonderful day. It's the bottom line that matters.